This is Good Hope FM News. Good afternoon. Authorities are in talks for the reparation of three bodies back to Namibia following yesterday's plane crash in the Tigberg Nature Reserve, which claimed the lives of five people. Three crew members from the Emir Rescue 24, based in Namibia, were killed while transporting an 80-year-old man and his daughter to Panorama Medic Clinic in Paro. Investigators are at the crash scene and are expected to probe reports of technical difficulties at Cape Town International Airport. ER24 spokesperson Werner Vermaak. We do know that the bodies went through to the local mortuary for forensics as we understand that's the normal procedure um, in such a case. Some of the team members from uh, EMED Rescue 24 Namibia did fly through to Cape Town last night. They would be um, available for um, assistance in the investigation and at this stage we are um, in consultation with the company as well to offer our assistance and then chatting on how we will assist them in repatriating the local fruit to Namibia. The respondents in an legal application aimed at halting Sunroll's plans to toll sections of the N1 and N2 in the Cape Winelands have concluded their arguments in the Western Cape High Court. Lawyers representing the Roads Agency, as well as the Ministers of Transport and Environmental Affairs, spent most of last week arguing why the court should dismiss the application, stating that the city of Cape Town had waited unreasonably long to raise its objections. They also argued that the city's objections were not based on evidence, but rather on an aversion to tolling as a means of of raising funds to upgrade road infrastructure. Sisanda Nkawala reports. The city's lawyer advocate Jeff Badlinder has now begun with replies stating that the arguments advanced by the respondents have confirmed the city's assertion that none of the decision makers gave due consideration to the financial implications that tolling the roads will have. He says each of the role players seems to have abdicated the responsibility to make the decision to another entity and in the end none of them came up with a definitive figure of just how much this would cost taxpayers. Susanna Nguala, SABC News, Western Cape High Court. EFF leader Julius Malema says his party will challenge the planned retrenchments of workers in the mining sector. This follows a recent announcement by Lonman, Amplatz and other mining companies that they intend to retrench thousands of workers. Malema revealed his party's plan in Rustenburg in the northwest. No one is going to retrench workers here in South Africa without a fight. We know it is a plan to undermine AMCO. We know it is a plan to actually say to the workers, if you dare strike again, there will be more losses of jobs, which is an unnecessary threat. We are going to engage them. And finally, Egyptian President Abdul Fattah al-Sisi says trials for suspected militants will be fast-tracked through special courts. He says anyone found guilty of joining a militant group could face 10 years in prison in the new counter-terrorism laws that were approved earlier today. The BBC's Ben Lawan reports. Since Abdul Fattah al-Sisi overthrew President Mohamed Morsi two years ago, Egypt's military has increased its grip on the country. President Sisi is under pressure to quell the insurgency in Sinai and combat what he sees as a political threat from the Muslim Brotherhood. The trial process for suspected terrorist leaders will now be speeded up, and those found guilty face the death penalty. Any journalist who now contradicts an official account of a militant attack can expect a fine of at least $25,000. For Good Up FM News, I'm Danielle Buzan.